Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. Recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with Sherry Smith, a friend, a travel agent, and the founder of Wishes and Waves Travel. She can be contacted at wishesandwaves.com. Sherry has actually helped my family and I with a number of different trips, including cruises, and that's really her specialty is Disney and cruises. We talk about a lot of different stuff during our conversation, but especially the state of travel has changed dramatically over the last year. The world has opened back up and people are traveling, which is cool, but it also creates some headaches and some planning opportunities for those of us who want to be out and about and experiencing our goals and our dreams. Great conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Have a great week and God bless. All right. Welcome back to the Wiser Financial Advisor podcast. Thank you, Sherry, for joining me again. Of course. Thank you for having me. We talk to our clients all the time about all their adventures and their travel and plans and things like that. But this has been kind of a whirlwind. Everything kind of shut down in 2020 and everybody stayed at home. And now the travel industry is crazy. You go any place, it seems like it's busy, busy. It is. It feels like we were at a standstill in 2020. And then, you know, 2021 was 60 miles an hour. And now we're like at 120 miles an hour. And everyone is traveling. Anyone that you talk to is traveling these days. Yeah, definitely noticed that when I've been to the airport or uh, (laughs) to Disney World. We just got back from Disney World and it was busy. (laughs) Yeah, people definitely want to be out doing stuff right now. You definitely wouldn't think of it as a recession. They're talking about us being in a recession or going into a recession. But A lot of evidence kind of leads otherwise. So let's talk about uh, kind of what you've been working on uh, recently as far as some of the experiences you're having with clients and not only the good stuff, but also some of the challenges that people are experiencing as they're trying to book that they've wanted to do for a while. It's been busy. I would say, you know, most of the year has been busy, but the last 60, 90 days have been very busy. People are calling and The biggest challenge that I'm getting is that there's not the inventory. So people have these bucket list trips. They want to go to the Christmas markets on the Rhine River in Germany, and there's not availability. And so a lot of people, I think, have this idea that people haven't been traveling and, you know, travels down and they call and they want to go somewhere and there is nothing. There is nothing available. So that's definitely been a challenge, but I am seeing a lot of people asking for those bucket list trips. I'm seeing that too. We just booked our spring break uh, flights for this next year and it was insane. Um, And you helped us with that. Thank you. I'll give you a little plug, but booking that far out and it was still that expensive. I think there's just a supply issue. There isn't. I, you know, I, I thought of you yesterday because I had another client who we were we're working on a trip to Hawaii and the flights were a little high and they kind of hemmed and hawed and, okay, well, I guess we'll buy them. Well, a week had gone by and they were $200 a piece more. And I'm seeing that over and over again, that you can't sit on these things. And I hate to sound salesy and say the time to buy is now, but if you want to go somewhere and you want to do something, you need to do it now, because if yeah. you sit on it, either the inventory won't be there or the price is going to be sky high and much more than you want to pay. And flights right now are crazy. You cannot get on a plane for probably less than $500. And that's- Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. 
in the financial industry, we read up on, uh, of course, the, the travel business and uh, the cruise business and everything like that. And yeah, it seems like a lot of it is uh, lack of supply of workers, pilots, of ground crew and everything. So it's not just about the flights themselves. It's the, the people. There's not enough people to be able to fly the planes and to be able to staff them. And I think that that is a problem that we're going to see for a few years until they really fix the staffing issues that everyone's having. And it's not just here in the U.S. We saw that over the summer in Europe and that they didn't have enough staff at the airports and they weren't able to accommodate people. And, you know, they weren't they were canceling flights because they just couldn't get people through in the flights. Yeah. So lots of pent up demand. <laughs> a lot of people that want to be traveling right now, but not as much supply. And that's what we talk about a lot with our clients as far as the inflation problem that is not just a U.S. problem, it's a global problem that there's a lot of dollars out there. A lot of people have money, but not enough goods. There's not enough goods and services and workers. So there's kind of a shortage of everything right now. What are some of the fun ones that you've been able to book for people recently? Maybe some bucket list trips or things that people are going out and wanting to experience? I think that they kind of fall into two pieces. The one piece is the domestic, which I'm booking a lot of Hawaii and Hawaii is great. It's great for families. It's great for people who want something tropical, but have done the Caribbean on the West coast. I think a lot of people have done Hawaii, but in the Midwest and the East, not as many people have, have traveled to Hawaii that was closed for so long. And there were so many restrictions on traveling. So that's been a big one. And the other one's Alaska domestically. The number of Alaska cruises that I have booked in the last year is it blows my mind. And we hear I've that been, one a lot. Oh, Alaska. I've been to Alaska. Alaska is phenomenal. And I am the least outdoorsy person you will ever meet. I would go back to Alaska in a heartbeat. And it's not only the Alaskan cruises that people are booking, but then they're adding things on and doing these really crazy things that you would never think that you could do. And they're doing it because they can and because they've always thought, I want to do that. And then you always think, well, someday. And I think the last few years have taught us that someday may never come. People are really wanting to do those things that they've, they haven't done. Yeah, then the absolutely. other part of it is people going to Europe. You know, that's a whole nother piece that I'm seeing a lot of, because once again, people maybe have been, but they, they want to go again. They want to take their kids. They want to do things. And in Europe, there are some incredible things that you can do beyond going to see the Eiffel Tower. There's a lot of different tours that you can take. And I've seen biking in Versailles. Um, you can go to Bavaria and Germany and make pretzels. And so these are the kinds of things that people want. And it's something different, kind of those once in a lifetime opportunities that you can go someplace new and do something that not a lot of people say that they can do. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And it's all ages too. We get a lot of people, of course, that have retired. Maybe it's the early retirement years. And so they want to knock out some bucket list items. But a lot of younger families with kids still at home, they want to go be able to do stuff. So obviously a lot of blessings that people are able to go experience beyond just their bills. If you're beyond the point where you're financially secure, you probably do want to go out and do stuff and have some adventures. Right. I'm seeing a lot of younger clients come to me. Whereas a couple of years ago, I feel like my client base was a little bit older. And now I'm seeing a lot of millennials, 30 year olds wanting to go, you know, take their small children on these adventures because they're saying, well, instead of Christmas this year, we're going to do a trip. We're going to create memories. Yep. Yeah. And especially, uh, of course, people that have uh, older kids or uh, older grandkids, even 
kind of get more of the perspective that the time goes fast. It goes a lot faster than you ever think. So we definitely want to be able to help people not just plan for um, from a financial planning standpoint. We want to help people be financially secure, but we also want them to be able to fund their dreams and be able to go uh, go do stuff that someday, probably many years down the road for most of us, that we'll be able to look back and be so glad that we did that. Right. Let's talk a little bit about just kind of pricing and the fact that uh, not only is uh, travel kind of scarce, right, as far as the commodity prices have gone crazy. What what are you seeing there? What advice would you have for people that are trying to make plans and uh, maybe even thinking outside the box for what they would want to do? Supply and demand. The, there's not a ton of supply. There's a lot of demand. It's going to drive the prices up. And what I'm seeing, and I can speak to this personally, is that when most people will call and say, you know, I want to go to the Caribbean, they want to go someplace warm. And the Caribbean is the first thing that kind of comes to mind. I am seeing pricing in the Caribbean sometimes double what it was from last spring break, you know, spring break 2022 to spring break 2023. And personally, my family and I were looking at going to the Caribbean and we saw the pricing and, you know, I see the pricing and I know what it is year over year. And I thought, I don't want to pay that. And so we started looking at other options and a bucket list for us was Dubai. Mm, and wow. <laughs> we, we are going to Dubai. And it was shocking to me because Dubai is not a, a spot that I generally book. But when I started researching it and seeing what was available in Dubai, we have paid more for Disney World trips than we are paying for this trip to Dubai, which is crazy to think about because this is a bucket list trip. Yeah, I've, I've heard Dubai is just spectacular. So that's the kind of thing that I'm seeing is, and as I'm having conversation with clients, we're talking about the usual Jamaica, Mexico, the Bahamas. We're seeing the price tag and I'm saying, well, you know, you could go do this for the same price or, you know, maybe even less. And what it really comes down to is cost versus value. So I think a lot of us take for granted that we can vacation every year and, and, you know, maybe we go to the Caribbean every year and the price is so high. And I'm not sure the value is always there right now when you're paying twice what you paid last year, but then taking the same amount of money and going somewhere like Dubai or going somewhere in Europe that you haven't been before and want to experience something different. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a day where it's not quite so crazy. So and working with somebody like you, obviously, that kind of knows the industry and would know some of those nuances. That's a scarce commodity as well as time. And that's uh, actually why I use you uh, because I actually think planning travel is fun, but I don't have time. <laughs> and, and you know a lot more than I do too, as far as uh, your other clients' experiences. So when it comes to cost versus value, it's not just a matter of the price. It's also about what are you getting for that price? Right. And most of my clients are busy professionals who come to me and don't have hours to spend on the internet researching because you can really fall into a black hole and you don't know what you're looking at and you don't know the information that you're getting, who who is giving it to you and what makes them qualified to write an article or to give information. A lot of times people fall into reading these blogs, which are fine, but a lot of them are just travel bloggers and they pick a destination and they write about it and they don't have the meat behind it. Whereas when you work with a travel advisor, you know, this is what I do all day long. You know, and a lot of times I can tell you a price right off the top of my head because I know this is what this costs. Right. Yeah. Cause you're looking at it for everybody else too. Right. What are some of the kind of the pitfalls that you're seeing that people are experiencing and some advice on how to avoid some of that? 
the the lost luggage was a big thing over the summer. I think that a lot of that has calmed down. And I think a lot of that was staffing issues as well, baggage handlers. I, I'm not seeing as much of the, the luggage issues. You know, we're still seeing a lot of flight delays and that is no one's fault. A lot of it has to do with weather. Some little hiccup on weather is a domino effect that can take days to fix. So I think that's probably the biggest challenge that my clients are seeing. And there's ways to work around that. If you're going on a cruise, fly in the day before. Do not fly in the day of. It's a disaster waiting to happen because that cruise ship (laughs) ship is not going to wait. (laughs) Not waiting for you. So that's one way. And then also buy insurance. I mean, when you are spending that much on a vacation, know the cancellation policies, know tickets exchangeable. Can you get a voucher for your airline tickets? Is it non-refundable air? Your hotel, what's the cancellation policy? And buy travel insurance because you may have every intention of going, but that airline may have a delay and you may be one or two days late and that hotel is not going to be understanding. You are still going to be paying for that hotel. Whereas if you have travel insurance, travel insurance will reimburse you. And especially uh, for some of these big things like a, a major cruise or trip to Alaska or Europe or something like that, that could be a pretty hefty price tag to have to eat that and not be able to experience the trip. That is not a phone call I want to get. No. Yeah, especially these days too, right? We've experienced uh, you know COVID and you know, people getting sick and now I can't go and all that. And hopefully that business is all behind us, or at least the worst of it. Uh, but yeah, definitely a lot more examples of things that could happen and do happen that could mess up our travel plans. Talk about trends a little bit as far as kind of some adventures, some outside the box stuff like expedition travel, multi-generational travel. I know we've talked about in the past that in and of itself, I hear a lot from clients is their bucket list item is being able to take the kids and the grandkids and go have these experiences with them. So uh, talk about that. What are some of the uh, things that people have been uh, looking at and training towards and having fun at? So multi-generational travel is a huge part of my business and it's near and dear to my heart. We've talked about it before. You know, I travel with my in-laws. I travel with my own parents and some, you know, as a child, I travel with my grandparents and that was just such a great experience. And if you haven't traveled with your family Try it once. I know it's not for everyone. <laughs> and, you know, and there's ways that I, you know, when I book multi-generational travel, there's things that I do. You're not all staying in the same room. You have different activities that you can be doing, but that is such a great experience. And in my opinion, such a great way to spend your money. At least my son is so busy with, you know, school and sports and activities and this and that. And there isn't always a lot of time to spend with grandparents. It's kind of, you know, they come to a game. Hey, you know, we got to go home. We got to do homework, whatever. And to have those seven days, 10 days to spend as a family is time that you won't get back. So that's such a great experience. So a lot of multi-generational travel I'm seeing, a lot of just this experiential travel where you're doing things, having experiences, and then the expedition travel, which I feel like is a really emerging segment where you're going to far off places. So maybe you're going down to Antarctica or the Galapagos Islands. And probably 10, 15 years ago, that was so out of reach. That was just not something, if maybe if you were a scientist or something, but that wasn't something that the average person really did. 
And there are so many cruise lines that are, and I'm not talking about, you know, the mass cruise lines, but really expedition travel cruise lines that are going to these far off places on these smaller ships. That is such an experience and really, really amazing. That's something you will never forget. Especially kind of going into 2023, that's a real focus area for you. And you're finding that meets a lot of those needs. And I know for our family, we've been on several cruises in the past, and I find it works out very well for multi-generational travel, because as long as you've got your own room, and that's key, right? Uh, <laughs> you've got to have your own room. But otherwise, people can kind of do what they want to do. Uh, they can kind of spend their days how they want to. People can go on excursions or not, and maybe everybody meets for a meal in the evening. Um, so there are ways to do it. For those of you who haven't traveled with family and you're thinking, well, we'd all kill each other, right? By the end of the, the trip, <laughs> there are ways to do it where there's some good separation. People can still get their own time and still be able to connect and make memories. Right. And that's, you know, cruising is such a good way to dip your toes into multi-generational travel, because just like you said, most of the cruise lines have so many activities for not only little ones, but, you know, middle schoolers, high school age children. And then also adult activities. And even if you go to like Disney Cruise Line, which a lot of people think, oh, it's going to have all these kids. Well, yeah, there will be kids there, but they also have adult-only areas. They have adult-only activities. They have adult-only restaurants. They have adult-only bars. You know, so if grandparents are coming with the parents and their, you know, their kids and their grandkids, they can do separate things and come together at dinner and really share what a great day they had, even though they did all these different things. Or maybe, you know, you spend one day with your family and then the next day you have a rest day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and lots of good photo opportunities, uh, you know, at the dinners, things like that. I know they're very good at that um, as well. Let's talk a little bit more specifically about uh, not just locations, but and again, for people who ha haven't maybe had the cruise experience as much in the past, I mean, some of these things are like floating cities, right? <laughs> they're like floating metropolitan areas where there really is something for everybody. And of course, now, especially with things kind of getting going, so much demand, uh, there's some new ships and more experiences that people are able to have. Talk about that a little bit and some of the, the cool stuff that you're seeing. The cruise ships that are out today within the last year and what we're going to see come to the market in the next two years is absolutely incredible. I would say all of the major cruise lines are launching new ships. And these ships, like you said, they're floating cities. There's the new um, Norwegian Prima, which is in the, the water right now. They just launched this past week. They're also coming out with the Norwegian Viva. They have go-karts on the ships. Wow. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. You can drive your go-karts on the top of the ship. Carnival has the first roller coaster at sea. So there's a roller coaster on the ship. So much to do on these ships. And of course, Royal Caribbean, which has really, I think, positioned themselves as the new family cruise line. They have the Wonder of the Seas and the Odyssey of the Seas, which are two phenomenal ships. And they've taken that and they just announced the new Icon of the Seas, which is totally geared towards families and more family suites than ever. They understand that families do want to travel together. They may want to be in the same room, but they need separate bedrooms. They need more space. And the amount of activities on these ships, it just blows my mind. It is absolutely amazing. One story, my dad has been on a couple of cruises now, River Cruise and then Alaskan Cruise. And over the years, I'd always asked him, well, dad, you know, someday when you retire, you're going to go on a cruise. No, 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 no interest whatsoever. 
And then my, my stepmom finally convinced him to do it. And they went with some friends and they had a great time. And you know, a lot of the time, especially when they were at sea, he likes to just be able to sit there and read his book. For some people, that's their thing. Other people are the crazy stuff and the repelling and you know whatever they've got going on. But there really is something for everybody. Even if you get seasick, there's ways to deal with that too, right? Right. I think that the difference between cruising today and maybe cruising even 20 years ago is it used to be that the destination was the destination. And these cruise lines have made it so the ship is the destination. I have so many clients who come to me and they don't care the itinerary. This is their date and this is the ship they want to go on. So it doesn't matter what cities you know, or, or countries they're going to be visiting. It's they want the activities on board that ship. And it's becoming more and more common for people not to get off in particular ports because they they maybe have visited once before or they want to take that opportunity to really have more time on the ship. And Disney World, of course, that's always a popular one, especially for um, parents, grandparents trying to connect with kids. Again, we just got back from there and had a great time. And it's always expensive. I don't think there's ever been a time where it's been cheap, right? There's no discounts at Disney World. How has that been? Uh, I guess Disneyland, different experience, but Disney World is a whole other beast. And then Universal and some of the other areas in Orlando. Um, any advice for people that are still kind of looking along that route and had a plan? I got a call yesterday, someone who wanted to go to Disney World for the week of Christmas. There is nothing. There is not one room. That is not happening. And so, you know, the once again, the supply and demand and the inventory is, is challenging. And part of that does go back to the staffing issue. They are having staffing issues just like everyone else. But Disney World is definitely something that you need to plan. It's not something that you can show up to. They make it impossible for you just to show up and buy a ticket and get in anymore because you need reservations to get into the park. And that is somewhat true at Disneyland too. Um, you know, Disney World is usually a week-long something that you want to do a week-long adventure. And if you're going to add Universal on there, a couple more days potentially. Disneyland is a little bit easier to parks, a little bit easier to get to, a little, you know, easier to manage. But the big thing, if you're planning to go to Disneyland or to Disney World is to plan ahead. Failure to plan is planning for failure, I think. Right. Is the, is <laughs> yeah, the, that is that is true. Yeah, but it, it's funny. We, we In our industry, we talk about that a lot of people spend more time planning their vacations, though, than they do their financial planning. <laughs> we definitely encourage people to really be able to do these bucket list items, especially when it does come down to investing in memories, creating memories, because really at the end of people's lives, not too many people are worried about a pile of money that they've got at that point. Of course, we don't want to run out of money. And that's our job is to make sure people don't run out of money. But we also want to make sure that they're living life along the way and having fun and be able to have some of these experiences. Let's talk a little bit about, we've talked about in the past, but talk about how your business Wishes and Waves came to be and really what is it that fires you up? What it is, is it that gets you up in the morning and excited about what you do? So actually in November, my company Wishes and Waves Travel is celebrating three years. So I've been a travel agent. I was a travel agent with another agency prior to that, but we're coming up on three years. And the name really says how I got started is that wishes, like you wish upon a star, Disney and waves, cruises. So the bulk of my business has always been Disney World and cruises. And that's all the, the major cruise lines. And in 2020, a lot of that changed. A lot of my cruise clients moved to all-inclusive. So all-inclusives and Disney was a big part of my business. But in the last two months or so, the number of cruises that I've booked is just crazy. That's what people want. There's no longer any vaccine requirements to cruise. 
Um, I saw today, just today, Disney Cruise Line is, is dropping testing requirements for those unvaccinated. So it's back. We are full steam ahead to cruising. Three years is amazing. So congratulations, uh, because most businesses don't make it that long even. So be able to have that survival rate and be thriving. You're very busy and it sounds like enjoying it, enjoying life and enjoying your business. Yes. The best part about my job is when people come home and I see pictures from their trip and they tell me what wonderful memories that they had and they had the best vacation ever. And thank you so much for everything. And that is why I continue to do what I do because there are hard days. This job is not for the faint of heart. You know, your flight's canceled and there's not another one until tomorrow. I can't make a flight appear. This is what it is. So it's definitely not always the easiest job, but I do. I love what I do and I love my clients. And most of my business is built on referrals, which to me is probably the thing I'm most proud of, that my clients like what I'm doing for them and they refer me to other people. And it just makes it all worth it. The happy kids and the happy families and the moments they get to share together. Yeah, magic moments. How do people find you and what are the best resources that you've got that would help people learn and start to plan? So you can find me at wishesandwaves.com. So that's www.wishesandwaves.com. I have a YouTube channel where I share a lot of videos, everything from like packing videos, all my tips and tricks on packing. I have an exciting series coming up, a vlog series coming up. Um, We just returned from the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is the Star Wars three-day immersive experience. Um, So those are coming up. And also on my website, you can find my blog which post articles about weekly about different news things that are happening in in the world of travel, different ships, different things, you know, going on sale, those kind of things. And you can subscribe to my newsletter. I send a monthly e-news, lots of helpful information. Yeah. And thank you for that. And yeah, I get, I can tell you from personal experience, uh, working with somebody that's a professional like you that really knows what they're doing, not only does it end up with a better experience, but It also saves an awful lot of time. Sometimes people think money is their scarcest commodity, but the reality is we only have so many hours. We've only got so many days. And um, spinning your wheels, even if you think it's fun, sometimes spinning your wheels on on things like this, uh, you could be doing a lot of other things with your time. So thank you for, uh, for being here again and joining us and for helping people, including us, make a lot of great memories. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We love feedback and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast by rating us and also subscribing to us at your favorite podcast service. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.